Hey everybody, guess what? It's time for another episode of Take Him With You. With me, Rick. <laughs> and me, Amy. Moyer. Yeah. And it's episode number 176 for Father's Day, June 17th, 2012. On the show today, we're going to uh, talk about what's been going on at our house, a little update on our doggy training. What I'm getting for Father's Day, that's kind of cool. Got a cool song that uh, I wrote for my dad that you all, well, maybe some of you have heard it, maybe some of you haven't. And uh, Aim's going to talk about some stuff too, aren't you? Maybe a little. Maybe, maybe a tad bit. So anyway, stick around. It's going to be a great episode. And then we're, of course, into part two of On Deck, the story of Noah. Stick around. Where that cool music is from? I think it's from <coughs> one me. of your albums. It is. Do you mm-hmm. remember which one? Um, Stargazer. Very good. It's um, you played a little bit at the beginning where you had the liftoff sounds. No, that that wasn't it. Oh, this okay. is one called Telemetry. Telemetry, but there was one at the beginning that had um. What are you talking about? The beginning. At the beginning of our podcast, oh, the it was the Russian cosmonauts. Yeah, yeah, it had like astronaut thingies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's why I couldn't understand what they were saying. They were speaking in Russian. That's right. I don't even know what they're saying. It's mm. tele- it's the the song is called Telemetry off my Stargazer CD, and people can download it on iTunes and jam to. It's very mellow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like that album. What did I tell you earlier today? Uh, about mellow music uh, that I wanted you to put. It's a bummer that there's so much mellow music in the world. No, I wanted oh. you to put some of your like mellow piano music on my iPod. Okay. Because I don't think I have any of it on there. I'll give you a bunch of meditation music. Mm-hmm. Find you chanting in the corner. Uh, hum, yeah. I don't um, think so. I'm relaxed. I, I'm relaxed. I don't think so. You're patting my head like a dog. Yeah, I'm trying to get your attention to stop your your umming. <laughs> you don't like me doing my chanting? No. <laughs> I tried out for uh, doing music for a meditation thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it, though. Yeah. I would have gotten it if they would have heard me before the other guy. Mm-hmm. But they were impatient. Yeah, and if that you happens. could have come to terms on... Um, on remuneration because um, sometimes people want lots of hours of work for not very much pay. That's very true. So it depends. Some people are very um, fair and even generous and other people are not. So <laughs> it, it, that can be challenging at times. But This is also true. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So anyway. So. Um, um, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll be right back to talk about what's going on in our house. Okay. Uh, it should be fun. We've got a lot of things to talk about. And then uh, great uh, second part of our brand new series on deck. So stick around. Make it so. Hi, we're the Trek Mate Podcast. 
Join us each week for the latest Star Trek news, in-depth discussions, and some pretty cool guests. And as you'll soon find out, we're a podcast that loves to play games. So join us each week for trivia and competitions galore, where you'll be able to win real prizes. Find us at trekmates.org.uk or on iTunes, Stitcher, and where all cool podcasts are available. Program complete. Enter when ready. I've been enjoying listening to that uh, series of podcasts. They have like uh, two other podcasts that they do as well. Um, um, previously in the Alpha Quadrant, I did the theme music for that one. Mm-hmm. And also um, they're working on one, uh, is it called Ten Forward? I think, I think so. so. Yeah. You did some music for that too. And I just you? did a, a brand new segment piece of music for them this last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't say anything about it yet because I'm sure they'll be introducing it and talking about it. But uh I had a good time making it. Was um, it was cool? I had a good time with it. Let's just put it that way. Very good. Yeah, yeah you've been yeah. very busy this week. Oh my gosh! You've well, been doing yeah. websites mm-hmm. and what else? I can't keep track. Well, I don't want to go on too much. Sorry, I'm tired today. I don't know why I'm so tired. Probably because you had such a busy work week. Do you think that's what it is? That's good. To, that's good to have. It's a good problem to have because some some weeks you have hardly any work, and that's not a good problem to have. No, I don't like <laughs> when that happens. So, but the the last few weeks have kind of picked up, and you've had lots of websites to do for people, and um, yeah, and I've been working on other projects, which is nice. Some voiceovers, yeah. and you. You just did a medical. I just got another video thing. game job that will come through next week. Oh, I get to be an alien me? in a video game. Oh, is this one that you've told me about before? Um, I don't think I did. Oh. I don't know if I did. I don't think I did. Would you like to hear a little bit of my uh, what I did to um, to get that contract? Um, I guess. Sure. Here's what I had to do. I had to do an audition. And here's what I auditioned and what it sounded like. You ready? Mm-hmm. You'll get a kick out of this. If I can get it to work. You like that? Isn't that great? Uh, you see, it is because we have come to take over your planet. <laughs> Beware, humans. So there you have it. A little example of maybe one of the voice ideas for the alien. <laughs> what do you think? Um, it kind of reminds me of the Nereza. The Nereza from it's the not, Martians are here. Yeah, not, not not totally. No, but, I didn't want to make it the same because yeah. Nereza or Nereza. Yeah. And this one had to be a little more understand. You got to understand him a little better. Yeah. It. It, it could. Seem kind of a little bit evil and creepy, though. Oh, that's what it is. That's what the character it's, it's is. It's a bad, a bad alien, not a nice. Yeah, he's supposed to be creepy. Not a nice angelic alien. He's supposed to be creepy, 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 creepy. Yeah, that did seem a little creepy, slimy, slithery. You think so? Yeah. Mm. Yes. All right. Not very angelic sounding. I guess not. Yeah, but hey, it's work. it is it is and you know that's always fun and then i worked on um some fun things for our friend uh simon meddings Uh you know meds over in the uk yeah yeah he's got a brand new podcast out and he wanted some music to um to for his intros and stuff and so you hear the clicking going on Mm -hmm. i'm looking for it right now um 
he just put out his test pilot. Uh, it's called the Tipplecast. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Tipple. Tipple. What does tipple mean? I don't know. Maybe tipping. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that when he had he does the waffle on, and I had to ask him what waffle on, because here waffle means kind of a, a batter cake fried in a waffle maker. I don't know how to describe waffle it. Waffle on? No, that's a waffle funnel cake. Okay, well, but, you know, waffle we, cakes, uh, waffles yes. are made where you pour batter in this waffle maker. But there, that's talking about talking. Yeah, waffling on. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we had different terminology. So it's like so the original, oh. the original idea that I sent him sounded like this, and uh, and but we ended up with a different one. So this ought to be interesting for everybody to hear. What do you think? Very jazzy. Yeah, and that's what he wanted is something more loungy sounding. Mm-hmm. So then we finally ended up with, and you'll be able to hear it live on his podcast, uh, we finally ended up with the uh, theme that sounded very much like, well, it is this. Um, here you go. Here's what it sounds like. What do you think? Well, it sounds like it should be down in New Orleans or something. Well, I thought it, I thought it turned yeah. out really good, and uh-huh. and uh, uh, Meds is very happy with it. So thank you, Meds, for the business. And uh, what a nice guy to uh, he hired me to make a theme song for him, which I thought was very nice of him. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. And let me. And so you can find it. I think it's uh, Tipplecast taught. Dot podbean.com? I'm not sure. You can find it. I, I'm sure you can find it on my MySpace page. And I'm a part of the, or not MySpace, Facebook. What am I saying? MySpace? <laughs> MySpace is so yesterday. Hey, you better not say that. You did some work for MySpace. Yeah, they never used ago. it. So whatever. Aww. Yeah. Well, maybe they wasn't so supposed low. to tell anybody. I, I signed an agreement. Shh. Oh, well, I didn't say what the work was. Yeah. Shh. Okay, sorry. Don't want to get in trouble. What if they're listening to our podcast? <laughs> You think they are? Well, you, no. I didn't say what the work was. No. Yeah, probably they're not. not. They're not listening to our podcast. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So anyway, that was part of the stuff that I did this week. And uh, I did some videotapes to uh, DVD for some folks and some mm-hmm. music and all that jazz. So it was quite a rounded week for me. And I was pretty busy the whole time. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, see you later, uh, Catherine. You going to work? Yeah, Catherine's heading off to work. And she knocked on the window to say goodbye, and Jade thought someone's at the door. Yeah, well, she always so thinks somebody's at the door. Jade, come here, Jade. 
Come here. Speaking of Jade. Yeah, we need to talk about Jade. She's learning how to be a disciplined doggy. Well, you know, I think the hardest part is disciplining us to discipline her. Well, the problem is... Be I, consistent. Well, that and um, I don't always have the time. You know, I've been busy this week, so I haven't had time to work yeah. with her as much as I wanted. And I worked away from home most of the week. But uh, she's doing pretty good so far. She's learned to stay, and, and when we throw the ball, we have to tell her to go get it, and she will stay until you... Th- you know, tell her. Mm-hmm. She's walked uh, back to the mailbox and back with me several times this week and done perfect. Yeah. I I haven't worked with her very much, but when, when we, I By the way, for those of you she... that didn't listen last week, uh-huh. we got this training program for our dog. It's a very special collar. That helps them learn to obey. Mm-hmm. It's not a shock collar. We wouldn't do that. No, but, it's, uh, it's plastic. It's it's not. Amy got me poking. a shock collar, and she doesn't have any problem oh, using it. Well, but I uh, wish. We, don't, we won't use it on the animals. I wish. That sounds like a good plan. Clean up after yourselves. Zap. <laughs> you wouldn't. You probably would. Don't tempt me. <laughs> don't tempt me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Thanks. You know, I think it's a common. Um, well, she did make thing. some mistakes this week, though, because me or Jade? Jade. Okay, you just said she. <laughs> well, the problem was mm-hmm. that she gets really excited to see people. Oh, very excited. She's a very social dog. She should be on Facebook. Oh, she is. She is on Facebook. Well, anyway, she yes. should really be, um, you know, a social dog, and so she is. So when the neighbor mm-hmm. comes home, she loves the neighbor. Oh yes, very much. Our neighbor much. Anna May just she not just her husband that, so much, but she loves the yeah, wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, Anna May's really nice to her, and so the other day she actually got out with I didn't have her leash. See, you're supposed to leave this this uh, nylon rope on them, this mm-hmm. leash thing, so that you can grab them real quick if they misbehave. Well, I didn't have it on her, and she went trucking out of the house. I didn't see. And the, she's so smart; she can open the gate. Even she opened with the it gate, latched. and she went and greeted my neighbor. But unfortunately, she jumped on her, and that was not a pr- appropriate. Mm-hmm. So I had to go discipline her on that. And then a couple of days later, she did the same thing. But this time, I was able to be with her, and I was able to train her a little bit more not to jump on her. She did okay, but a couple of times she did jump and. And then We're you had then you had a client bring by some oh. um, videos and stuff to copy and she, yeah and she jumped on her she did I wasn't very happy about that so we still have very a long upset. ways to go but Bummer. I think when we have to finish watching our instructional DVD yeah. and also one thing that we're doing wrong is that you're supposed to leave the rope on even when they're inside I know you are. And you take it off every time. So we need to leave it on so that it's on whenever she does something naughty. And we can give her a little tug and let her know, no, no. Who's boss? Yeah, like a mama pup grabbing her puppy. Mama pup? A mommy dog. A mama dog grabbing her pup. Grabbing her pup, That's better. And saying, pulling it back and saying, don't behave that way. So why do they call corn dogs pronto pups? Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. I guess they do have hot dogs in them. That that was rather random. Corn transition. dogs. <sighs> you know, I had a victory the other day. You so you passed up a corn dog. Well, I was really hot after work on Friday. It was honey. A warm you're day. always really hot. Okay, I was very. The temperature was warm. Out. Oh. Okay. And I um, cleaned two houses and mowed a lawn. Mowed my mother's lawn. Cleaned her house. And cleaned then, two houses and I mowed a lawn. And that so, sounds like a song. And it was warm. It was warm. 
And so I was very warm. So you decided to eat a corn dog? No, I decided that I needed to stop at the the little corner grocery on my way home because it was a 45-minute drive home, and I was very warm and thirsty. And so I... um, I stopped by the corner grocery and went in, and the only thing I bought was the only a Diet thing you bought? Pepsi. Well, that's good. Which was really hard because they had crispy, Crispitos. sweet corn dogs sitting yeah. in the, yeah, in the little, little window tent going, Hello there, you could eat me, but I'll make you fat. Saying, Amy, buy me, buy me. And I thought... No, oh, that's about I 300 calories of straight fat. I would like to live on your hips, please. So. Can I live on your hips, Amy? Mm, that's what they were saying. Yeah, well, that's. If corn dogs could talk. That's where it all goes is right around my hips. <laughs> so, so no. I, you did. Congratulations. I did. I probably would have been better if you would have had like a water or a. Yeah. Vitamin water, not a diet Pepsi, but you're okay. Yeah. That's good. Well, I I figured zero calories compared to three hundred calories of pure lard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, drinking a little formaldehyde always preserves you a little bit. So I guess I when know. I die, diet I Pepsi they won't even have to embalm good. me yeah. with all the insulin and all the diet Pepsi. Yeah, yeah I'll just be like yeah. Stiff. I I do I do try to drink more tea and water. Did than you get the I blood do. out of this guy? I didn't have to. Yeah, <laughs> embalming's kind of gross. Anyway, okay, let's not go not there. Good. That's another discussion. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, my victory for the week as I turned down. The oh, Stripey, do not come over here. Hey, hey, hey. He's being he's stepping on our soundboard, and now he's walking past the monitors. My cat. Yeah. Such a weird little thing. He got caught in a rainstorm today and came in soaking wet. Two of our cats got yeah. caught Stripey in Stripey and Miles both. Our, our two boy cats. Now the mother cat. She, she was, was smart. She was wisely curled up in the house. No, she came in with wet paws and that's she it. Did? Oh, okay. We don't know how she did that. Oh, jeez. Oh. He yeah. just... Cascadedly jumped off the counter on us. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is probably boring everybody half out of their gourds. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But Jade, talking about Jade right now, she's behaving very well. She's laying at our feet while we podcast. That's great. As long as she doesn't lick my toes. She likes to help us. um, She was licking my elbows today. I'm like, stop it. Why would you want to lick an elbow? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they taste good or not. Maybe they so, taste like corn dogs to a oh, dog. One more, one last thing about what's going on at our house. Okay. Tomorrow after church, we have something exciting. Yeah. We are going to drive um, an hour north of us, kind of mm-hmm. east. Yeah, northeast yeah. of us. And we are going to have a picnic with all of your family. Yeah. Your well, dad, your mom, your brother. Well, I wanted family, to do something sister. for Father's Day, and so yeah. I got my siblings together and, and with their families ki- and all our kids and all their cousins and i put together a little get together in the park if it doesn't rain mm-hmm. if it was like today if it doesn't rain and it's like today it'll be okay yeah yeah but we're gonna go um visit my dad and we got mm-hmm. we got my dad a pair of earphones so he can play angry birds without making my mom crazy uh-huh on his kindle fire Mm-hmm. So hilarious that he plays Angry Birds. It's just hysterical. And and we made chicken galore today. 
chicken galore. I mean, you made a lot of chicken. Well, yeah, for everybody. So yeah. I, I got the chicken ready. and uh, Anyway, people are bringing bring a bunch of different stuff. And it should be really fun to see my brother and my sister and their families. And I made and... a fat-free, sugar-free bean salad. Oh, yeah. Yay. The more to fart with, my dear. Well, it's green beans, wax beans, oh, garbanzo okay. beans, and kidney beans. Well, yeah, there's there a little maybe. bit of those kind of beans in there. Jeez. <laughs> but it's a, a all the a, beans I don't like. A healthy salad. Well, enjoy. Yes. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go up there and spend some time with my dad, which will be cool in Olympia. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I played this song before on uh, a podcast. A couple. Well, this is I think maybe the third or fourth time that I played the song over the years. Uh, but I did write a song years and years and years ago for my dad, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be fun to play it again since it is Father's Day. Um, thought I would play this for this is a song I wrote right after my first son Nathan was born, and so I celebrated my first Father's Day, and I was so overwhelmed with the the feeling of being a dad that I wrote a tribute song to my dad, and um, I. Gave it to him, played it for him, and he really liked it. And here it is right now on the Taking With You podcast. It's called Thank You, Dad. Daddy, I remember in the cold you built a fire. And I do recall the warmth it gave to us all. Daddy, I could see you playing frisbee outside our house. Your baseball cap on backwards as always. You were trying to make me laugh. And I remember you And all those crazy things you used to do In the summertime and in the spring I thank you, Dad, for the love you bring Pulling weeds from the garden On a warm summer's day Sharing all my thoughts on the world around me You would listen and then we'd play The little red truck and the barbecue The swing outside and in the yard Throwing apples to the horses Somehow those times they don't seem that hard Cause I remember you And all the crazy things you used to do In the summertime and in the spring I thank you, Dad, for the love you bring I thank you, Dad, for the love you bring
with a son of my own I pray to the Lord above That I might show him your example And give him your kind of love Cause I, I remember you Had the crazy things you used to do in the summertime and in the spring I thank you, Dad, for the love you bring Yes, I thank the Lord for the love you bring Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. And he liked it. He still likes it. I got mm-hmm. to sing it to him live a couple of times. And that yeah. was cool. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for Father's Day, I'm pretty excited. I already know what I got. I know. And I'm surprised you haven't hooked it up yet. Well, nobody formally gave it to me. I got in trouble for opening it. Yeah, you kind of did. Anyway, I got Apple TV from my kids. I'm pretty excited. You have so- you have something else, a couple other things. Cool. Um, that I know Nathan bought you something really cool, but I can't tell everybody because you're here. Okay. Apple TV but, is awesome. Okay, and I, If you could plug your ears and turn on. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm not gonna I do really that. like to tell everybody. No, you have I'll to have tell, to tell them next, week. next week. All I know is that uh, this little tiny black box came in the mail. I got a, an HDMI cable. And from what I understand, it's really cool. Now I'll be able to take all the videos and stuff that I do on my, you know, that I put up on my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. which is youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to take all that stuff and put it onto my big screen TV with a push of the button. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Um, and also you can see Netflix on it. There's um, anything from iTunes you can rent and see on your screen in full HD. And, uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. So I'm very excited about uh, plugging it in and trying it out as soon as I actually get it from my kids. You got another um, Father's Day present early this afternoon. I did. Catherine made peanut butter and chocolate chip cookies Oh, yeah, for like Father's I need those. Day. Like I need another hole in my head. Well, she brought you one. To, okay. to have today because tomorrow we're taking them to the picnic and you might not get <laughs> that many. That's okay. I really don't need that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, not, it's, it's kind of one of those hard things because been, a lot of the things that are really bad for you taste too good. <laughs> kind well, of like the corn dog and, and the I'm cookies. Just, I'm tired mm. of giving myself shots and all that jazz. It's been kind of a vicious cycle because if I am... Uh, if I actually follow the doctor's recommendations for, for the diabetes uh, by taking the insulin when I'm supposed to and checking everything, then it actually causes me to gain weight because the insulin is, uh, does a, that to your uh, metabolism. It's a hormone that yeah. stores fat. So it's kind of difficult right now because it makes me gain weight. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, when you, the more weight you gain, the harder it is to exercise and it's not as motivating when you don't feel so great, you know. Yeah. But it's so it's I don't know it's a it's a vicious cycle, but uh, it is. But eventually, we'll work, we we on almost it. have the treadmill working right now. I know Catherine walked on it a half an well, hour. Well, she's the a other lot lighter day. than I am, and that's why it works better for her. Oh, okay. I just have to get it, Andrew to fix it. Tighten more it for just me. a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've we've tweaked on it a couple times, and we almost have it working right. Um, and that'll help with yeah. the weight management and um, 
And actually, it will help with you needing less insulin, too, because yeah, you'll burn the Yeah, the more you sugar. exercise, the more you burn the sugar, yeah. And your cells become more receptive then. Mm-hmm. But this is, that's for a whole other podcast. Okay, yeah. so we'll be right back, and we will uh, talk to you more on this Father's Day exciting day mm-hmm. um, about our brand new series that we started last week called On Deck, The Story of Noah. So stick around, because we're going to have part two We're going to be in chapter 6 of Genesis. You get to actually hear the beginnings of the story of Noah. Check it out. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077th podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep. Like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm-hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at justbecausepodcast.com and in iTunes. Well, Al and Joyce just put out a brand new Just Because podcast uh, called DC's Conquest. And it's all about Phoenix Comic Con and uh, Sarah going to uh, the Phoenix Comic Con. And so people can hear it. It's going to be awesome. Falcon. Star Trek has the Enterprise. Star Trek has the Borg ship. Star Wars has the Death Star. Starfleet explores the universe. The Empire dominates the universe. Yeah, the Rebel Alliance overthrows the Empire. Yeah, but not yet. We don't always agree. One thing we can agree on is Phoenix Comic Con. Meet William Shatner, Patrick Stewart, and the cast of Star Trek The Next Generation. Memorial Day weekend. Boy, it's gonna be great. And so there's a little bit of the intro of the new Welcome Just Because. To another edition of Just Because. This time, we have a special guest with us, DC Sarah. And she's going to cover the Phoenix Comic Con. So welcome to Just Because, DC's Conquest. Just Because. Does that sound familiar, that music? Yeah, thing? I was thinking that the Just Because voice sounds familiar. Just Because. I get the jam on it. I just love that. Wow. Did you like that? Well, it was loud. You know what the funny funny (laughs) part about that is? Those are all real instruments on that one. Oh, that was before you had your uh, That was pre-iPad days. But you know that Alan Joyce, now this mm-hmm. this is cool. They, one of the reasons that I was able to get the iPad was because they hired me to make that theme song. Oh, cool. Isn't that cool? 
Yeah. And they wanted it. They wanted me to to be able to get it because they knew I wanted it really bad and I would use it. And so uh, they hired me to do the uh, the theme song for Just Because. So thank you, Alan Joyce. You mm-hmm. guys are awesome. I think I remember that you had like ninety dollars in Amazon bucks or something mm-hmm. too that I helped. I and did. There was a, a bunch of different things, and that a bunch came of people together. helped me get it too. Mm-hmm. So I was just very thankful to all that did because yeah. I use it. A ton. I can't believe it still works really well, and it does. I've had it for one yeah. year. Especially now. as much as you use it, you you've gotten your you know money's worth out of and it. And over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. why don't we get into this week's subject on uh, food for thought? Um, so stick around. Here we go. Part two of on deck. music from the Stargazer album. That's called Greetings. We're, we're kind of out of the Stargazer albums as far as the CD Yeah, but form, people can but get them on people iTunes. people can order them, yeah. Do you know a little known fact about that particular song? Um, what? The little known fact is that all the drums in that song were done with my finger. Okay. It, I didn't have, um, at that time, I did not have the iPad drums. And mm-hmm. I did not have the sequence drums. All I had was my finger, and I put a click track on on, on the, the software program that I was using. Mm-hmm. And all the drums in that, when you listen to it, are actually me playing real time with two fingers. On like your Korg and piano? Or? Yes. Okay. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Sounds like somebody's just jamming, having a good time. Well, you know, uh, this Korg piano that you have, electronic piano, whatever you call it, synthesizer. Yeah. It... It may be older technology, but it has a lot of great sounds on it. And let me see. I think this Digital Grand, you've had, oh, since Catherine was a baby, if not before. She's 16. I don't use it. But it does have some nice, rich pianos. Well, it does, but it sticks. I I haven't got it. Yeah. Oh, did you get it midied with this other keyboard, though? Uh, Yeah, but it, it sticks. The, That's why I bought the new keyboard that doesn't stick. But the new co- keyboard's midied with your digital grand, right? No. It's not? No, it's it's Aww. It's midied with this right here. This is the controller. Oh, okay. There's three keyboards that I have. One of them I don't mm-hmm. ever use because it sticks. Yeah. Well, in the, the C sad, the C sticks. Yeah, and that's kind of one of your most used notes. The sad thing is that the digital grand has such nice rich sounds but we found out that it was going to cost $200 a key flash fix. Uh, oh, sorry. wasn't it going to cost $200 a key to fix yeah it was stupid so, so I said hey for 200 bucks, I can buy a MIDI controller 
that'll run all my sound modules. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> runs iTunes too, or not iTunes. It runs uh, GarageBand as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Yeah. So enough of that. We're supposed to be talking about our subject of the day, which is dun, 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 on deck, deck, the story of Noah out of Genesis chapter six and seven. Do you want to read, my dear? Well, I would, but we got to kind of set it up, huh? Okay. So last week we talked about strange things, mm-hmm, angels having relations with women mm-hmm. and giants. Mm-hmm. And how things had gotten really kind of rough on the earth, and God wasn't very happy yeah. with uh, His creation. That there was it, it was a bad time. Like there was more murders. It was a dark and stormy night, and the captain stood on the deck of the ship and said to his first mate, John, John, tell us a story. Okay, stop. And so John began. Twas a dark and stormy. What are you doing? I'm trying to muffle your mouth. Don't muffle my mouth. Shh. Muffling my mouth. Okay, no, stop. Stop it. Stop. So, so anyway, it was a John, very murderous time. Tell us a story. That there was very little value of life. So John began. And God was sad. Well, yeah, that's what the Bible says. It said God that's was what we sad read. Yes. that he made man because man had gotten so corrupted. He said, I'm sorry vile. that I ever made them. Yes. But... The last line of the the passage that we read says, but Noah mm-hmm. found favor with the Lord. And we talked to, well, we can talk this week. What does favor mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you find favor with the Lord? That's a, that's kind of a ambiguous term, I think. And, and I don't know if we've said this yet, but we're in Genesis chapter six, if you want to follow along. Yeah, Genesis six. And so what do you think favor with the Lord means? What, why do you think Noah had favor with the Lord? Well, the Bible, if you look in Hebrews chapter 11 in the New Testament, it talks about um, that without faith it is impossible to please God. And so to me, I think that Noah had faith in God, that he believed. It, it, there's also another verse that says that, it is credited to someone as righteousness, like when they. Believe. And what does righteousness mean? That means right standing with God, or you have favor with God. Like if because you our definition of today of righteousness is self righteousness. When we see somebody go, "Oh, I am so much better than that person." Well, one thing I I I have to picture in my head, I, and right now I'm reading this historical fiction about the 1500s and kings and queens and stuff, and. In Bible times, it was the same way uh-huh. that if you had a king, you don't vote for kings. If you had a king, and they welcomed you, man, I'm not a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, that then you had favor. If you could stand before the king and he didn't take your head off, off with his head, that you had favor with the king. If he, you had right standing before the king. Okay. That you could stand confidently and but you wouldn't it, get your head chopped. Yeah. Up. And so righteousness is when you can stand rightly before God and know that that, you know, you're pleasing to him, you are obedient Boy, to him. T- that's a tough one. You have faith and, in and him. And thus and thus the whole reason that Jesus came and died on the cross because none of us yeah. are able to actually be righteous. Well, there's another scripture that said our righteousness 
is as filthy rags. And if you look up the translation for that, filthy rags means um oh, what? Um, what women use during their time of the month. Okay. Well, that yeah. was really encouraging. Thanks. So, but anyway, our righteousness stinks. We don't have. We don't have. Um, I'm not even. I have ability. all these jokes to make now. We have. We don't have the ability to stand right before God by ourselves. You wouldn't be able to stay free with God then. But. <laughs> what? Oh, so um. <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. I okay, did not well, bring this no, up. No, the Bible brought it up. Well, okay, it says well, our yeah. righteousness is as filthy rags. Okay, got it. So, okay. um, All so, that, I just asked you what righteous meant. But it does say we can be righteous. We can stand right before God because of what Jesus did, that he is ah, our intercessor. So it's not works-based. It's more faith-based. Yes, it's faith, grace, and faith in Christ. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, like I guess so. he is kind of like the big brother that when dad's been unhappy with you, he can go to the dad and say, I know the little pipsqueak messed up, but please forgive him, dad. Okay. Give him another chance. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're still talking about Noah. Still on Noah. And the last line that we read last week was, but Noah found favor with the Lord. Now, <coughs> excuse me, we're still in chapter six and we're going to go into verse nine. Okay. It says, this is the account of Noah and his family. So obviously we're going to learn now about his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on the earth at the time. Hmm. And he walked in close fellowship with God. Now that's another term. Um, fellowship would mean like had a relationship with, with God. He walked, he was close friends with him. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that he was the only blameless person living on the earth. That's a pretty huge deal. Yeah. I you know, I don't think I've ever met a blameless person. I have not. So I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead. Well, Noah was the father of three sons. Their names were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And that's my son in the background, by the way. <laughs> He got on the podcast. (laughs) He's playing his Xbox Live. Yeah. Building things on On Minecraft. 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 Building an underwater castle. This has nothing to do with Noah and his three sons, though. Except for it was an underwater castle. Do you think it would have survived during the deluge? The deluge? Deluge. The deluge? Yeah, go ahead. Do you think it would have survived during the deluge, Rick? Go ahead. I don't know, Amy Lou. (laughs) Read on. That is my name. Go on. It's Louise, not Lou. Well, when I was a little girl. Amy Lou. I'm a Lou Moyer. When I was a little girl at church, it was Amy Lou. Come on, Amy Lou. It was Amy Lou at church. So, now, I can't believe we're doing this while reading scripture. Yes. Sacrilegious, aren't we? Now, God saw that the earth had become corrupt Mm -hmm. and was filled with violence. Mm -hmm. God observed all this corruption in the world for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I've decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Wow. That's a big deal. And I th- I think this is fascinating too. When you listen to the reason that God decided to 
wipe everything out. He was mostly concerned that the earth had become, instead of a place, instead of a paradise, instead of a place where there was safety, it had become a place of violence. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't safe anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really interesting that he then says to Noah, okay, here's, I'm going to let you in on my plan. Now, this is an interesting point that you can get out of Scripture. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Those people that spend time with God mm-hmm. and are friends with God actually get in on some stuff before it happens. Mm-hmm. And, and that is not weird or spacey. It's just the fact that you know the person you know the person that's in charge, so you get a little bit of insight into what's coming up. Nobody mm-hmm. else, well, they get told about it, but they don't do anything about it. The only people mm-hmm. that believe Noah when he finally, you know, what we're going to find out was his family. That was it. Well, and that's another thing. You could be told something, but unless you have faith in the person who told you that, that's you probably right. aren't going to do anything about it. That's very, very true. Another thing, mm-hmm. I think that that I am now justified for my dislike to violent video games because God disliked violence. Oh, okay. So you don't there think Jesus go. would play... Uh, um, I, I'm not going to comment on that, but I'm just trying to get justification for my dislike of violent video games. <laughs> Turn off half of our audience. I'm sorry. It's just me. <laughs> I'm a mom. I can say those things. You don't think Jesus would play a game of modern warfare with us? Oh. She's not going to say. I'm I'm going to not say because I, I don't want to like not lose all my listeners. <laughs> but, you, know, you can I, have an opinion. It's okay. I, you know, I think Jesus. Nothing wrong with having an opinion that's different from somebody else's. I think Jesus We don't agree all the time, obviously, maybe, most of the time. I think Jesus was more real and down to earth than, than I think a lot of times movies he probably doesn't even need a controller he can just do it with his hands like a jedi but i you know i i'm just not sure i mean if jesus could jesus doesn't need video games he can say to the waves and the storm to stop and he can turn water and wine and bread multiply it and i mean he doesn't need video games i don't think jesus is bored i think he would have owned an atari myself you think so yeah he would have played centipede with me i played centipede as a kid oh shame on you those I violent did. video games shooting those centipedes mean to bugs is that what you are well i i actually am quite violent towards slugs i know you are you salt so them to death. i do salt slugs how do we get on this i don't know we're talking about violence so why don't you go ahead and read on <laughs> okay so basically god says to noah i'm wiping the whole thing out Now, here is what he says. He gives instructions now to Noah. He said, build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on the earth will die. But I will confirm my covenant with you. 
So, enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. And be sure to take on board enough food for your family and for all the animals. So, the last verse in chapter 6 is so, Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now... This is fascinating because now we actually, now those of you that are listening that have never actually heard the real account, maybe you heard it in Sunday school or you heard it on TV or, or on a you know, program or whatever, or, or you just heard it talked about, um, now you actually got to hear right from the Bible what it really says. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating here that, um, that first off that God says, to, you know, basically tells Noah his plan. And, and he says, I'm, everything on the earth is going to die. People have asked me before, well, what about fish? Did Noah have fish on the ark? No, Noah didn't have fish on the ark. He didn't need fish on the ark. He, there was water everywhere. Anyway, mm-hmm. of course, that doesn't really explain freshwater fish and saltwater fish. I don't know how it all works. All I know is uh, we do hear specifically what he what kind of animals he says to take with him on there and this is where we get the whole idea of having um, two of every kind of animal a male and a female but as we'll see in the next chapter next week it wasn't just a pair of animals that went on the ark there was actually one set of animals that had seven of them certain kinds yeah and they happen to be the kinds that were were clean to eat well, can we talk about yeah. that next week? We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. So, they took a lot of baths is what it was. So they were clean. They were clean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're back on. Okay, so so basically he says, I, I want you to keep them on the boat during the flood. I'm going to cause this big, huge flood. And then um, take care of them. Make sure you have enough food for them. And you and your family can get in there. And you'll be saved through this huge catastrophe. And the Bible then says, so Noah did everything exactly as God commanded him. Now, let's talk about this for a moment, because this is an interesting thing. What does it have to do with our lives? And I think it's a an amazing story that totally parallels something very important to us. Mm-hmm. And that is, to me, this whole story totally sounds like and is a great metaphor when it comes to what Jesus did for us and how the sacrifice that was made for us so that we wouldn't have to um, be destroyed was what Jesus did for us and he took our place and and he saved us in the midst of all this craziness and I think it's really interesting to to look at it that way uh, I don't know exactly why the Bible says, you know, how big to make it and all these different things like that. I think it's interesting. I know people have mock, done mock, mock-ups of the ark and everything, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's a reason for all the different things that God had him do uh, to the boat and everything. But I think the general overall thing is the fact that there, you know, when you are, when you are right with God, he saves you through the catastrophe, and and what we understand, as the Bible talks about, is that everybody's on course for not a very good situation on their hands when they pass away. 
Um, unless, of course, they by faith believe what God has done for them, then the Bible is very clear that they will not be in a bad situation. They'll be in a good situation. So, and by that, I mean they'll go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And I think this is an interesting thing that when we look at this this concept of wiping everybody out and then and then surviving through the storm and then coming out the other side unscathed, I think that's a really interesting type and shadow of what happens to us if we will have faith in God ourselves. Yeah, and sometimes life feels stormy. You know, there's a lot of people going through really hard things. So it is good to know that someone big is on your side can help you through those times. Yeah, that's very, very true. What else do you get from that passage there, dear? Well, the last verse I thought was cool. When it said, And Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him to. I think that that's one place that I get in trouble sometimes. Is that I might do things only half-heartedly. Or I might add to them or subtract from them. Mm -hmm. As my whim dictates. (laughs) And I thought that, you know, maybe that's why God said... There was only one righteous <laughs> because, you know, that's a pretty good quality in someone, you know, like when you're a parent and you have to go somewhere and you say to your children, now, I don't want you to go anywhere. Well, I'm gone and I'd like you to do your chores. And, you know, you leave out a specific list for them and and, you know, you hope that they follow not just because it's what you want them to do, but to be safe and to have a healthy life, you know? And so when you get home and your children have done exactly what you wanted them to do, that pleases you. You know that they've been safe and that they haven't done things to harm themselves or others and they've been productive, you know? That makes a parent happy and I'm I'm thinking you know that made God happy that Noah did exactly well, it's the reason he survived through yeah now if 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 God had this specific plan for the boat and Noah said you know what I I think cypress wood is gonna cost too much I think I'm just going to use some pine. Well, and and I don't think you need to put. And if you do research, tar on the inside. If you do research, it didn't take him overnight. He did. It was a hundred some years to build this. But but you you know if if he would have only done everything half heartedly and hadn't done it correctly, he he and his family wouldn't have survived that flood, and neither would the animals. Yeah. So I mean, God needed someone who was obedient. Faithful, yeah. detailed, will do exactly what God asked him to do. You know, I'm not sure that I'm that detailed or that obedient, but boy, that is something to aspire to, sure. to become more sure. like Noah and to do things exactly like God asked you to. I mean, that's, and you know, I think when you get the Father's heart and understand God's heart, what he asks us to do is for our own good. It's to protect us and to have us have a, an abundant it's, life. It's, you know, though, it's so ambiguous. Again, I use that word again because um, 
how do, you know, most people listening probably are going, well, how do I know what God wants me to do? And I think that's a great question. Mm -hmm. Another question that begs answered on this one is, why in the world would God want to wipe everybody out? Well, it kind of said that the world became so violent, it it was destroying itself anyway, and he wanted to spare the one man. Reboot. I know that I reboot Windows acts a lot better. (laughs) Yeah. Turn it off and then turn it back on. Well, you know, really, and the sad part is we know how things end up later, and really it didn't, didn't, I mean, we don't know how much good it did. Maybe for a while it it stayed off. It it slowed things down. I mean, because it seemed like they were on their way to Armageddon with all the violence and... You know, yeah, we don't know. It I was mean, becoming a sci-fi original movie fast. I most guess. dangerous <laughs> night on television. So yeah, it's. I, but I think that's really interesting yeah. because we, you know we talk about a God that loves us and cares about us, and and, and we you know we believe you and I believe that um, He's got an, an amazing plan for our lives and wants to be involved with our lives and stuff. But it is kind of hard sometimes when you look back and you read stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And you go, wow, he wants to destroy everything. I, I and we're would, talking about men, women, children, animals. animals. I would you suggest, name it. actually, yeah. um, you know, we've been doing some things in the Old Testament lately. But if someone's new to the Bible and to, you know, wanting to know more about God, mm-hmm. I would actually suggest that they start in the New Testament sure. and the Gospels first. Sure. Because... I think I said something last week. I'm going, I can't believe I just said that. Sometimes when I read the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. it disturbs me because it was such a different culture and and different. Well, okay, this is a big fancy word that people use in theology. It was a different dispensation. In other words, it was a different time um, and there were a different set of things going on. Than there are now. It was before Christ and his teachings uh, about love. Uh It was, it was more like, you know, you have to follow the letter of the law, and there was no spirit of grace there. Mm -hmm. Well, there was mercy. There was some mercy, but um, I think you ask about what we're supposed to do, and I think Jesus sums it up perfectly when he said, "Okay, so okay, here's what God wants us." To, to do, do what we can gather from the New Testament, yeah. from what Jesus himself said, and that was? He says, the greatest commandment is to love God, and the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. So put that in modern okay, language. Okay, now, okay, let's put that in modern language. love God and love others. <laughs> okay, like you would love yourself. In other yeah. words, God knows how selfish we are. But he said no no man would purposely home, hurt harm themselves well they there are I people mean, that are if they're mentally ill maybe right, but right. no person in their right ma- mind would harm their own self right so we're supposed to love people the way we would want to be loved mm-hmm. you know we well the how we love ourselves mm-hmm. and so and but first the commandment is to love, love God. god so so that's what we, we know then that we should probably pursue a relationship with God and find out about him and and get closer to him if we can. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe we can. But, I mean, yeah. that's what he's saying. And then treat other people like you would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. So those are the biggest things. So how do you please God? 
Exactly there. And you, and mm. if you notice, that was the characteristics of Noah. Yeah. Did you notice that? That yeah. it said he was a righteous man and that he was blameless before the eyes of God. And, and he had fellowship with him. He hung out with God. So there you go. That was the first commandment. Mm-hmm. And then the second, you know, love people, um, you know, love others like you do yourself. Obviously, he didn't get a chance to do that after he put everybody in the boat. But uh, but it, it did say that he during that time, we'll read on further, that he preached to the people and he tried to get them to repent. And so I think do you he think, did try here, to, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think if people would have believed Noah and believed God, what was going to happen? Do you think if they would have repented, if they would have turned from their ways, do you think the flood would have happened? I don't think so. And this is why. Because if you go on to this read, if you go on to read the book of Jonah, uh-huh. um, and that's another Jonah's Sunday, a book, a, a book in the Bible. I knew that. I was just um, there. There was a man who, selling Jonah, who God told to go speak to the people of Nineveh. Nineveh and Nineveh. Say it with me, Nineveh. 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 Um, was a big city where there was a lot of corruption, a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. And God said, you better warn them because if they don't change their ways, if they don't repent and turn around, he goes, they're going to be sawdust, you know, by morning. So worse than that, probably charcoal. So it's a long story to get there. But eventually Jonah got there and he told them what God told him. Mm -hmm. And the people actually believed him, believed him. And stop their evil ways, repented, asked God's forgiveness, and mm-hmm. stopped behaving, you know, evilly. And, and then mean. what happened? Did, um, he, did God nuke them? No. No, he didn't. Because they turned around and started doing the right things and That's stopped a, doing the wrong things. But interesting, we should probably study um, Jonah someday because yeah. Jonah actually got mad at God yeah. for not wiping him out after all he went through. He wanted. He's like... Come on, man. You were supposed to kill them all. He said, I wanted you to smite them. Smite. <laughs> you didn't smite, smite them. You didn't smite me. <laughs> you smite me. But, but yeah, Jonah Come got on, ticked off smite me. because he wanted God to, to wipe them out because he didn't like them. <laughs> but, and there you go with grace, you know. But yeah. a very interesting concept that if the people would have believed Noah, and we mm. will, we'll be talking about it next week, um, Perhaps the flood would have never happened. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah, we, but we don't know. But, but also, there's a, a little different thing because as we read it last week, mm-hmm. we didn't just have plain humans here. There were some mixture. There were some hybrids. There were some mixture of these hybrid superhuman. Yeah. Captain Americas. Well, I don't think they were captain, but it did say they were giants because they were a mixture of mm-hmm. of human women and angels or something nephilims, and <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, that was last week. Listen to last week's if you haven't done that yet. Yeah. But but so there's a little different kind of thing going on, and yeah. and a lot of violence, and God didn't like that. Yeah. So very very interesting concept yeah. there, but uh, yeah 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 yeah. Interesting things that we can learn from for our own life, and that would be, I think, some of the lessons that I learned from it, from this particular chapter, was one, try to be friends with God. That's a good thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, when you're friends with the boss, mm-hmm. things go better for you. 
Yes. Now, I don't mean brown nose God, but I, but you know what I mean. But, you know, if you're a good employee, since you're on that metaphor right now. Okay. <laughs> if you're a good employee, you're going to work hard whether the boss is, is there or not. There or not. That's right. You're going to pick up after yourself. You're going to come there early. You're going to stay pick up late. After pick up after yourself. I won't. You're going to you're going to make sure that you work um do your work 100% yeah. and you're going to have a good attitude. You're going to be thankful for the work. Right. You know, and What's, what's your point? Well, I'm just saying if God is our boss, uh-huh. we should act like, you know, good employees. Okay. Like if God is our father, we should if be God good sons. Is our father. We should be good sons and, and you daughters. You are my brother. That's a Larry Norman song. Yeah, but I'm just saying, whatever your metaphor, whether whether you're talking about God is our king, God is our boss, God is our father, whatever your metaphor is, you know, we want to be good children. We want to be good employees. We I've always wondered what good. the meta is for. <laughs> But yes, I agree with you. you know, I, I actually brought that up there. Okay, so can I tell you what else I learned? Go ahead. Dan. Okay. Okay. So when you're close to the boss, things go better for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other thing too is that um, things go a lot better for you and your family if you'll obey God when He tells you the first time. Yeah, because you know what? Sometimes there eventually becomes a time where there's no more warnings. Mm-hmm. I also learned another thing. What? God likes animals. He does. He saved. He saved. Can um, you imagine the being species. the one that had to collect the guinea pigs? I do pretty good one, don't I? Well, <laughs> and you know, since we're talking Hello, about little guinea animals, pig. where's your wife? <laughs> oh, there she is. Since we're talking about animals, so we have one straight-haired and one fuzzy-haired. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. You, that that was actually a pretty good transition into what I was going to say. Is that if you have one skizzy haired, um, like brown and white, uh-huh. guinea pig, what? and you have one straight hair, black and white guinea pig. Uh-huh. What happens when you put them together? There's going to be so many genetic possibilities for different outcomes. And and the reason why I bring that up is Uh because some people who are really skeptical of the story of Noah Uh and the flood um, have said, well, there's no way that that he could have two of every kind of animal. But I may partially agree there, but he can have two of every kind of species. And what I'm saying by that is that you can have two of the canine species or two of feline species and get all kinds of different... The K7s missed the boat, though. What are K7s? They're two less than canines. So anyway, if you have two canines or two felines... (laughs) Two canines walking a bar. I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) There's so many genetic (laughs) possibilities for different... Um, sizes, shapes, colors. Sure. I mean, because out of two different 
guinea pigs. We know this by by yes, complete we had guinea pigs experience for, for fourteen years. And we had did. Many we had many colors litters of. They're the cutest little things when they're born. They're not. They're not like rats. They're like hair. little baby miniature guinea pigs when they come out. They're really cute they right are. off the bat, and they but, look like little tribbles. But they're a little stinky. Oh, but I you want. Know, some, can we get some guinea pigs? No, please. No, I love guinea no pigs. No more <laughs> guinea pigs. <laughs> and then they go. Yeah, and that would sound really great. Very professional on your recordings, dear. Won't your clients love that while you're doing a voiceover? Okay, maybe that won't work. So, um, uh, I don't know how Maybe if you get guinea pigs with mute buttons. <laughs> yeah. Mute button guinea pigs. So, I guess that's in because I can't go on anymore. <laughs> you don't want to talk about animals? I just... No, I well, do think and that this God is where, animals. And this is where the fact comes mm-hmm. that this is what happened to dinosaurs. Because, from what I understand... Mm-hmm. The dinosaurs were on their way. They were baby dinosaurs, you know, and they were on their way, but they fooled around. And unfortunately, they didn't get there in time. And they were just, you know, they were shirking their responsibilities. And they just watched mm-hmm. as the boat took off. And you know, that's sad. Well, the, Oh, wait a minute. That's what? Wait a minute. That's completely. That's not in the Bible. No, that's not. And, Wasn't that a story I saw somewhere? And there yeah, are, poor there are some scientists that believe that there were oh, some no, small we dinosaurs on the ark. Very small dinosaurs. But after, Hello, little raptor. After the Wah. flood. Wah. After the flood, Richard. Wah. Yeah. After the flood, that the vegetation changed greatly from really large jungle-like plants where... You know, the, yeah, well, the whole world was like a jungle mm-hmm. before the flood. So that the, there wasn't very good vegetation for such large, large animals like uh-huh. there had been prior to the flood. Yeah. And then there's all these accounts like, you know, St. George and the Dragon and Alexander's. Right. So maybe great, some of them survived of, through the water and stuff. You but think? then had been hunted afterwards. Oh, so. Yeah. A lot to extinction. Like What's for dinner tonight? Brontosaurus burgers. We've talked about this in Mysteries of the Bible, that the word dragon mm-hmm. is... Leviathan. Um, Leviathan. There's a behemoth. There's different large animals that are talked about in the Bible. Raptor ratatouille. A lot Tony. like dinosaurs. Um, but that they were probably hunted to extinction because they, you know, took a lot of land and... Stegosaurus sandwich. Yeah. Well, yeah. So anyway, that that's that's if you want to Pickled learn platypus. more about dinosaurs and dragons in the Bible, you can we listen go to our podcast. To that we podcasts about, about that. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. So okay, so there you go, everybody. We this was a fun discussion. Uh, part two of on deck next week. Mm-hmm. We're gonna find out what happened when the waters came calling. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really, really interesting. Actually, we don't. Yeah, yeah, we do actually get to. Um, we get into that part, so it should be very interesting. Chapter seven is what we'll be covering next week on taking with you, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, in honor of this particular um, episode of taking with you, I'm going to play a Jars of Clay song that um, works perfect with this. Mm-hmm. Can you guess? Um, no, not at all. Flood. 
Okay. I love that song. I thought we were going to do the old Sunday school song, My Friend Noah Had an Ark. Yeah, yeah. No way. Are you kidding? Did they rip off old <laughs> no. McDonald's? No, it, there was a. On his ark, he had some fish. Wait a minute. No, he didn't have fish on the ark. <laughs> had some cows. Cows. E-I-E-I-O. There was a song that we used What does E-I-E-I-O mean? I have no idea. Is yeah. it kind of like a yodeling thing? E-I-E-I-O don't know. E-I-E-I-O. Maybe, maybe a zombie wrote that original song on a farm. Okay. And it was, Oh, McDonald had a... E-I-E-I-O. What do you think? What do you think? You think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. No. Yeah, that's what it was. No. <laughs> I think All I right, should everybody. Say, say right now that this has been a Moyer Multimedia Production. Oh, Multimedia LLC <laughs> Production. Copyright 2012. Uh-huh. All rights reserved. So that way we can stop tormenting people with your... Yeah, 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 no. What do you think? Don't like. What? Don't like your zombie. Oh, don't voice. like. I thought you said don't, don't Mike. And I'm like, my name's Rick, and who is Mike? <laughs> who is this Mike person you're or talking say, about? Or don't talk in the mic if you're going to sing like that. <laughs> okay, Amy. <laughs> Brains. Brains. Aww. All right, everybody. Have a great um, rest of the week. Hope to uh, see you next week on another exciting edition of Take, Take Him, Him With, with You. you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the song by Jars of Clay. It's called Flood. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye, bye. Rain, rain on my face hasn't stopped. Raining for days My world is a flood Slowly I become One with the mud But if I can swim after 40 days in my mind is crushed by the crashing waves That be up so high That I cannot fall Let me alone
quench my eyes and dry the streams still flowing, casting down all ways and sin and guilt that overthrow me. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command & Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and auto-exec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time, but more importantly we're going to focus on what made each game special interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. Hi, my name's Kenny, and I'm a fanboy. Do you like Star Trek? Star Wars? Harry Potter? Do you consider yourself a brown coat or a twihard? Are you into cosplaying? LARPing? A furry? Can you speak Klingon or Elvish? Can you name all the doctors and their companions? Do you just love football or can't get enough of your favorite music group? Then this podcast is for you, Confessions of a Fanboy. Each episode, I sit down with a fanboy or fangirl and discuss their fandom and how it affects their daily lives. Be it geeky, sporty, or musical, fandoms can span a wide range of people. So come subscribe to Confessions of a Fanboy on iTunes. Or visit us online at confessionsofafanboypodcast.com and take a listen to fellow fans talk about the love for their fandom. And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. We are indeed seeking Star Trek. And if you want to seek Star Trek, then why don't you try Trek News and Views, the latest news and views on what's going on in the Star Trek world. Your life, as it has been, is over. Oh my. Oh my indeed, George. We also have a little gossip at the end of each program about a certain subject, be it Romulans, Klingons, or whatever takes our fancy. Feel free to drop us a line and join in. Trek News and Views via Podbean or iTunes. Check it out. Have you ever experienced uncontrollable bouts of geekdom? If so, the Anomaly podcast may be right for you. In clinical studies, Anomaly's interviews, convention reports, 
commentary on geek culture, games, sci-fi and fantasy television, literature, and film provided a feeling of fullness while promoting health for optimal geekiness. The Anomaly Podcast is not suitable for all people. Only geekily active cool chicks with a healthy sense of humor should listen. Geekily active cool guys should listen, too. Anomaly has resulted in sudden fits of squee. Broad smiles may appear without warning and could become permanent. The most common side effects of Anomaly are unconsciously joining in the Gamma Quadrant golf clap, out loud, at work, to the amusement of co-workers, and attempting to interject opinions aloud to hosts who can't hear the listener. But in all cases, the benefits outweigh the risks. Ask your anomaly if you're healthy enough for entertainment of this caliber. You don't need a doctor's messy handwriting to obtain a free subscription. Anomaly is available over-the-counter at Stitcher Radio and in the iTunes, Zune, and BlackBerry stores. You can also stream episodes of Anomaly and Anomaly Supplemental at AnomalyPodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y Podcast.com. Just one one-hour episode provides 24 hours of relief and never leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Music by JewelBeat.com My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures, and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort, or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. So, after our great friends Rick and Amy have enlightened you on their awesome podcast, Take Him With You, why not give us a listen? You'll be happy you did. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey Day! day.